Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, December 6th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The end of the federal COVID-19 emergency declaration has led to Missouri and other states kicking millions of people off social services like Medicaid. For the first five months of this whole process of sifting through people's eligibility and whether they still should be covered, nearly half of all coverage losses were children. We will hear how the lives of people who rely on these services are being affected in just a few minutes. The St. Louis County Council wants to cut $14 million from the county executive's requested budget. The reductions will help address a $27 million shortfall. Council members say the cuts will also eliminate the need for a tax rate increase. Members also want to restore funding for the Shot Spotter program. It involves a network of sensors that send officers alerts when gunshots are detected. County Executive Sam Page proposed eliminating that program. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore says relying on partnerships, new hires, and dedicated attorneys has helped restore the office to its role in the city's criminal legal system. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports. Governor Mike Parson appointed Gore in May after Kim Gardner resigned. He was sworn in at the end of that month. In those six months, Gore says he has reduced the number of cases awaiting charges by 40 percent and tackled a backlog of homicide prosecutions. He's also doubled the number of attorneys in the office from 25 to 49. But Gore says he'll need to rely on outside help for a little bit longer. That includes private attorneys and federal prosecutors. Uh, we're going to need, in, in my, by my estimate, somewhere uh, north of 60 attorneys to meet our obligations. Gore says conversations with the alderman about his budget have been productive. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. A Republican state lawmaker will be Missouri's top education official. The State Board of Education says Kara Islinger will take over from current commissioner Margie Van Dieven in June. Van Dieven is stepping down after more than seven years. Esslinger says homeschoolers, private schoolers, and business leaders all want children to be successful. We can literally pull together all of our collective resources. By pulling together, we can achieve education programs that will meet the needs of all. Esslinger was an elementary teacher before working her way up to serve as a superintendent in southwest Missouri. Many student-athletes at Lindenwood University are coming to terms with the school's decision to eliminate 10 sports programs and 9 coaching positions. Men's track and field and women's gymnastics are among the teams being cut in the spring. Lindenwood eliminated field hockey when it announced the reductions late last week. Freshman field hockey player Audrey Woods says the decision was abrupt. We no longer have access to the facility that we trained off. Um, off campus. We just aren't allowed to train at all in spring and we already cleaned out our locker room. Lindenwood will honor scholarships for incoming students and players who were active at the time of last week's announcement. The Biden administration recently announced the nation's first initiative for women's health research. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports area scientists are hoping it will boost their efforts. Washington University bioengineer Michelle Oyen is researching using new materials to study maternal and fetal death and long-term complications. She says the White House announcement could lead to more support for research like hers. 
I would say guardedly, optimistically, that it's very exciting to have this get attention. Oyen says a similar effort from Vice President Kamala Harris has had limited benefits. Definitely taking it to the president and to the first lady's office brings it up to a new level. Oyen says the study of medical issues that primarily affect women are critically underfunded. She was a guest on St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois families with infants and toddlers now have access to free children's books through the Dolly Parton Imagination Library. Governor J.B. Pritzker has announced the launch of the state's partnership with the Dollywood Foundation, which supports the book program. The Imagination Library is working with the state of Illinois to begin our journey to provide every child under the age of five an opportunity to receive a free book delivered to them every single month. The country music legend launched the Children's Literacy Program in 1995. It provides free books to nearly 3 million children worldwide, regardless of family income. Pritzker says the goal is to get free books into the hands of all 755,000 children under 5 in Illinois. State lawmakers allocated more than $1 million to fund Illinois' partnership in this year's budget. Missouri recently joined that literacy initiative. States were banned from kicking people off Medicaid and the SNAP food assistance program during the COVID-19 federal emergency. Those protections have expired, and states have resumed removing people from the initiatives if they are no longer eligible or for other reasons. St. Louis-based KFF Health News reporter Samantha Liss has been covering the Medicaid unwinding process and tells reporter Nomeen Ujiadine that more than 130,000 Missourians have been kicked off Medicaid so far. How is that process going in Missouri? People have to call in. People are confused. They wait a long time on the phone trying to get answered. And I think most glaringly, many kids have been dropped from Medicaid. In many states, including Missouri, Medicaid is a very generous program, meaning kids can qualify up to 300% of the federal poverty level. So based on their parents or their caretakers income. And so if we're seeing large amounts of kids losing coverage, knowing that the program is generous for kids, that's raising some alarm bells for folks. And in fact, for the first five months of this whole process, of sifting through people's eligibility and whether they still should be covered, uh, nearly half of all coverage losses were children. And there's an important distinction here too. In the state of Missouri and in other states, not everyone is going through the full determination process, right? They're losing coverage for procedural reasons. That's a term that states use. And what it means is the state wasn't able to make a decision one way or the other. They lacked enough information to determine whether folks should retain their coverage. And so I think that's what's concerning a lot of folks, federal regulators included. And so in Missouri, starting January 1, kids will no longer be booted from the Medicaid program. They can stay on for an additional 12 months. How is this affecting families that are on Medicaid? When people lose coverage, um, it severs their access 
to healthcare services, the financial burdens and the stress for folks who lose insurance coverage, it's very real and it's serious because it severs their ability in many instances to continue healthcare services, prescriptions, or to really be well. So you mentioned in your story uh, that in Missouri, there's actually a federal lawsuit against the state because these services are so hard to access. Where does that suit stand? So the case that was filed here in Missouri over the inability to access food aid, that federal lawsuit is ongoing. In many states, the same offices that are trying to determine whether people still qualify for Medicaid are the same offices that are trying to determine whether folks qualify for food aid. And so the unwinding has put an enormous pressure on these offices to thumb through the applications for both of these services that are critical and it's overwhelmed some of these offices. So the effect on folks trying to get food aid has really hampered their ability to get food aid because at the same time, these staffers are trying to process whether millions of people are still eligible for their health insurance. That was Samantha Liss of KFF Health News speaking with Nomeen Ujiadine, who is a reporter at member station KCUR in Kansas City. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.